to the official podcast of the Irish Association of Speech and Language Therapists, the IASLT, in conversation. I'm Ashling, and I'm a primary school teacher. I have a new boy in my class this year who has come from a language class, um, and it's my first time having a child with CLD in my classroom. Today, I am very lucky to speak to Orla. Orla is a primary school teacher um, who works in a language class, and she has worked in a language class for the last two years, and this is her third year in, in her language class. Um, we're going to talk about the role of the teacher in the language class, how they collaborate with the speech and language therapists and other professionals, and how DLD might impact on the child in the primary school curriculum. So my first question, Orla, is can you tell me when you first heard about DLD and what it meant to you as a teacher? Well, um, I only heard of the term for the first time in the last five or six years. And um, it was when a speech therapist was sort of promoting it and spreading awareness of it um, in our school because of the connection with the language class. Um, so to be honest, I wouldn't have recognised the term at all. But um, I suppose in the past, we would have known it as speech and language difficulties or speech and language needs. So, um, but it was good to know and, you know, to be updated on the term. And I think it's good to, to sort of spread awareness about it. Yes, very true. Very good. Um, what do you think teachers should know about growing up with PLD? I think it's important to know the challenges that children with DLD face. Yeah. But... I also feel it's more important um, to remind them of their strengths and sort of develop their confidence as well at the same time. And, um, you know, just for teachers to be aware of the, the extra support that a child may need, maybe extra visual support, maybe more clear instructions, repeated instructions. But I think mainly that they that's not their, their whole identity, that, that the DLD is not their whole identity and to try and seek out what their strengths are and to, to build their confidence then in that way. So that, um, you know, um, yeah, and just as a, that it doesn't define them and just that as a result of the confidence building and the self-esteem building that they'll actually, they'll begin to make progress or they will make progress in, in tandem with that then in terms of their, speech and language needs but I think um mainly you know sort of it's so important just the whole patience area that the whole area of nurturing them and just encouraging them as much as possible yes because patience and nurturing brings about confidence in children for sure and if a child has confidence they can do a lot um yeah for definitely yeah thank you um so what do you think SLTs should know about working in schools and the curriculum um i suppose a school is a very busy place and that's something i that is the, the slts learn very quickly is that the pace or that on different that you just never know what's going to happen in a school that's one thing the other thing then i think is important to bear in mind is that we are you know slts and teachers we're trained in very different areas and our expertise is in very different areas so that you know their value is in their speech and language therapy training. So, um, you know, just the value of having them there to, to, you know, to use their training and use their skills to, to work on that area with the children, um, while also keeping a connection with 
um, you know, maybe the teams that teachers are using or what area the curriculum is being worked on. But I do think it's important that we, you know, I suppose even for the teacher, it's so lovely to know, you know, the speech and language side of things. Um, it's great to have the experts there that can, definitely, yeah. you know, use, you know, the, the, the techniques and the, the expertise they've gained from their training um, is so important to us in the school that um, that we have that we have both yeah yeah definitely for sure um, and what are the benefits and challenges of working alongside other professionals like the speech and language therapists the occupational therapists and the psychologists and um, the busyness and how busy we all are and just trying to find the time to make time to just uh, catch up on progress or catch up on how a certain child is getting on or the progress that they're making and just uh, keeping in touch can be the biggest challenge because we're both you know we're all so busy getting on with our roles in the school and in the speech and language um office you know the SLC office as well then you know and um, but I think yeah communication that's the biggest sort of uh biggest thing is just keeping keeping connected but it can be difficult as well in the busyness of it all yes teachers are always so busy in the classroom aren't they so um it can be yeah. difficult to find that time i suppose to communicate um with everybody but it's really essential isn't it for, yeah. for everyone involved very good and um, so i'm going to ask you about what kind of advice would you give um to teachers like myself that might be new to a child um, with CLD or new to a language class um, in, in their classroom? Like, how, what kind of advice would you give to us? Um, I just feel to listen to the child, to get to know the child and building the relationship with the child is sort of the biggest thing. Um, you know, taking the time to get to know them and to know what their strengths are and, you know, how... Um, and just then to share that with the other children in the class and that that child will become known as, you know, the guy that's good at maths or the boy that's good at um, art, you know, or just to take time. And also I think it's so important as well to give them time to explore their interests and to celebrate their interests and their strengths. And I think that really builds confidence then and helps helps in areas of their the development that they find difficult because if their confidence grows they're not afraid to try things they're not they're in a comfortable place and a place where they're not afraid to make a mistake so I think above all else nurture is the main thing for for, in, for any child sort of to to make progress is that they need to be in a safe space where they feel comfortable and also where they feel valued that they know oh you know a teacher knows I if I can go on a job to anyone in the school and do it successfully and you know just to empower them that you know to to feel that they can do or be anything, you know, and that and, and just that they begin to recognize and appreciate the strengths they yes, do have as, rather than rather than feeling identified by their diagnosis, you know. Very true. And I think it's very important, especially if the child is new to the class or new to the school. Like that's, yes. um in the case of my child in my class, he's new to yeah. school. So it's really important to look at their strengths and yes. celebrate them and also celebrate their interests and yes. get to know the, the child and let the other children get to know them too and um, so that yes. they feel 
you know, welcome and yeah, yeah, yeah. And I should, sorry, have just said as well, you know, just the importance of the visuals of slowing yeah. down instructions, of repeating instructions, you know, and you know, even for example, the whiteboard, the interactive whiteboards can be a great resource now for if there is something a child doesn't understand, at least now at our fingertips, we can show them an image of it and then Absolutely. even empower them or teach them to search for the image themselves or you know and just giving them confidence in that way that they can go up to the top of the room and show everybody else something or tell them so, you know and just uh, letting them organize stuff for other people and feel that they're responsible for activities that are organized in the class or in the throughout the school as well you know just building their confidence and, and enjoying enjoying the time with them and you know that's true yes exactly yeah. and building that relation those relationships are so important don't they with children yeah um yeah yeah um so um my last question is um what advice would you have for parents around children growing up with cld and their education well one thing i would say is never to allow dld to be an obstacle and to try and seek out what your child is good at and keep reminding them of that. Also that they can do or be anything they want to be, you know, that there's no need for limits, that, you know, um, again, just building the confidence and, yeah, um, you know, also I think it's important that parents feel as well that they can um, remind professionals, remind teachers, remind other professionals, you know, about the importance of patience with their child and about their, you know, if there's something that they they have a concern about, that they explain it to the, the teacher or the, you know, the other professional, just um, to, that they feel that they have a voice. And I would say, speak up for your child because they're so precious and um, they have such capability, such strength yes. in other areas and that there's no reason why, why DLD should stop them from anything. But just that parents feel, you know, if I need to remind a teacher to be a bit more patient with my child or to, you know, exactly. treat them in a, a different way or in, encourage them, or if there's something that makes your child, that motivates your child, maybe just share that with a professional or a teacher, you know, and uh, and I think good communication with the people involved with your child's education and their treat therapy or treatment, their speech therapy or treatment um, goes a long way. But no, um really i just feel dld i have um seven amazing children in my class that have strengths in such areas and um, you know such diverse areas and i really feel you know they there's no reason why any of them should be stopped from doing anything that they choose to do you know and i think it's just important for all of us adults parents teachers professionals just that we're empowering the children and making them realize that as well you know um, yeah that's true it's, yeah. it's so important to celebrate their their differences yeah. and celebrate their strengths and everything yeah. for sure and then yeah. parents as well know their children the best and yes everyone yeah. so it's great to learn from them too definitely yeah. and I, I think as well Ashley sorry that yeah. it's important that you know a child's needs or difficulties aren't sort of highlighted publicly maybe or you know if there is a little difficulty with it maybe it, the pronunciation of a particular sound or with their comprehension stuff that is that they never feel that they're in the spotlight for that that they always you know that it's always dealt with in a very gentle and um, sort of just personal manner between them and the teacher or the parent or the um SLT you know that it's not a you know 
that their whole class doesn't know where their difficulties are. You know, I just think it's important. Yeah, respect, respect for those children is the, the main thing and respect for the difficulties that they might have. That's a very good point. Thanks so much, um, Orla. That's been very, very interesting. All the um, information you've given um, and the advice. And thank you so much for joining us and sharing your knowledge. And um, so there are many more podcasts about DLD available online including some from previous CLD Awareness Days, um, available on all the platforms by searching IASLT in conversation on Spotify. You can listen to our other podcasts by following our social media channels on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Thanks again, Orla. And thanks very much. Thankfully, it's a lovely, more inclusive world nowadays. So, um, sure. so there's, there's room for everybody. And yeah, thanks, Ashley, and loads of possibility for everybody. Thanks very much, Ashley. Nice to talk to you. I've learned thanks. so much. Thank you.